Well, it, it doesn't need anything like massively structural doing to it. It just needs a really good clean. The paint is ugh, and uh, the kitchen's a bit crap, and the bathroom's a bit manky. And yeah, it's basically sort of a bit old and decrepit rather than like needing walls. I'll back tell you what, I'll come down and I'll knock through into the kitchen. <laughs> from, from anywhere. Yeah. So with from that, outside. What you need to do is organize a decorating party. I was contemplating doing that, yes. Mm. You can do I that. I will come, but I will not decorate. Or if I do, I'll just moan about it all the time. Do I sound I, like I'm in a well? Because I did on episode one, two, three. You sound a little bit like you're in a well. That's weird. I don't know what's changed. I'm in a different room, which may be a bit more echoey. Is it, a bit, mm. is it more of a well, well-like room? It is. Well, it's underground. So ah. in that respect. I mean, it kind of sounds like we're all in a well, and Adam is yelling down to us <laughs> and sort of threatening to not tell anyone and just fuck off unless we give him money. Well, that's the dream, isn't it? Podcast status quo, yeah. Can you I'm going to say um, it, it puts the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. This sounds very much like a trap. Can you um, fiddle with your levels a little bit, Adam? Because you're you're considerably quieter than everybody else. I don't know why. Uh, he's been in trouble for shouting. Oh dear. He's in an abusive relationship, and he's worried that he's going to uh, be is that any better. Slightly better. It's not. That's better. that's literally what my volume was before I started fiddling with it. Earlier. You will have to start shouting then. I don't understand why I'm quiet because I'm not doing. Actually, the one possibility is that having the monitor on is actually making me moderate my voice, and I normally shout a lot, and that's why you can hear me. Yeah, that could be a possible. Mm. Okay, well, it's better than it was, so we can hear you now. Okay. I can put the microphone close to my face. What I could that do is I could just turn my headphones up when everybody else is speaking, and then, no, when you're speaking, then make sure I turn them <laughs> down so I don't get deafened. That also works. Yeah. I can... Is that any better? Oh, that's much better. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, I'll just put the microphone close to my face. Was it on the other side of the room? <laughs> That's, no, that's uh, why I normally have it. That's what's weird. So, Dan, your news is very exciting. My immediate thoughts are how can we exploit our listeners to benefit you? And maybe we could invite them to paint your house. I mm. not want to. But okay, but they have creative control. They can choose how it gets painted. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I would be maybe worried Christian from Scotland might might use poo as paint. Um, I think that was my initial worry. I wouldn't yeah. want David from Birmingham painting a whole wall because he's used to working on such a small scale. <laughs> I, would, I, mean, it would be I would get him to paint the ceiling because he's so tall. Um, he wouldn't need Yeah, but you'd get like a, an incredibly intricate 40k fresco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would take him decades, but it would be incredible. But it would look amazing, yeah. yeah. You would wake up screaming at the sight of this, like the cosmic Sistine horrors, Chapel, but with little army men. Yeah, hmm. Hmm. I think that I've seen the great. Sistine Chapel. I went nice. there. Nice. I've seen a picture of it. I chose not to go there because it looked boring. Well, what I say is, is you do get a very bad neck because you have to look up a lot. Yeah, I wouldn't hmm. want to do that. If I look at pictures on the computer, I can do it sitting down. And yeah, it's better. Ahead. It's objectively it's also better. a lot cheaper. Yes. It's, it's definitely better. Mm. That'd be my top tip, is just look at a picture. Yeah, exactly. Plus, there's no chance of sort of having an embarrassing run-in with the Pope or anything. I mean, you don't need to go anywhere, do you? No. Because no. of the computers. The computers just mean that you can never leave your house if you want to. Although... Yeah, it's pretty great. I wonder how long you could go for this. I think you could literally 
go for the rest of your life without. I mean, if it was very, very short. But uh, there <laughs> must there must be an upper limit how long you could spend in one house. But I can't think of anything. I mean, Julian Assange is, is pushing that, isn't he? Yeah, well, yeah. he's gone, gone to the extreme of uh, being in a cupboard as well. Yeah. Yeah, and like, well... It's making him very poorly, isn't itself. it? Yeah, we can but hope. And the solution is, well, we'll, we'll go to the hospital then. Mm. Yeah. I don't know that I've got the necessary motivation on account of I haven't done a rape. Mm. I think that's probably a big motivating factor in, in hiding in a basement forever. Yeah. We two star podcast, we are great. Spreading love, denouncing hate. Our listenership is very few, but we love every one of you. Even Pooh Man! One more thing I have to say, intended in a hopeful way. Cold brew hipster, please be my friend. I'm sorry I called you a ballet! So it's episode 120 plus four. It's Two Star Podcast. Hello, I'm Graham. This is Adam. Is it? I was a bit worried you had been disappeared by uh, the Chinese government for that stuff you said about Beijing, but you are still alive and well. Yes, I am. Well, he's alive at any rate. Definitely for which not I acting under duress. Yes. Just don't cough and everything will be fine. <laughs> and uh, that uh, cheeky little laugh you heard was from Mr. Daniel Christopher Mercer. No, Timothy. Yes, it? very good. Yeah. And to his right is Christopher. No, Christopher from Dorset. Oh, do you want that bleeped? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. Why do you want it bleeped? You can because we haven't said what you do for a job, so surely you're allowed to say who you are. Well, no, because they could find out, couldn't they? They could backwards engineer it. But they'd have to listen to find out, wouldn't they? Yeah, the but uh, no, I'd like. I just like the level that we're at. It makes me okay. it makes me feel special any, and glamorous. If anybody wants to know uh, any personal details about Chris, um, just send me a message and I will happily share everything relating to his identity. But you have to promise you are not um, one of his customers. Yeah. And I think as long as they promise, or, it's fine. Or the police. Uh, or, yes, or the police. Or the, the solicitors. Or courts. Mm, for, for anyone. is for whom? Anyone at all. Jesus. Are you banned from communicating with anyone? I just uh I just don't want to don't want to risk it. That's a hell of a restraining order, isn't it? <laughs> to be banned from contacting anybody. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I shouldn't okay. I shouldn't be I shouldn't be using these these devices to talk to you. I'll get in trouble. No. And uh, no, I mean, what with my really. dark web computer being next to me. <laughs> mm. The other day at so work... So speaking of the dark the, web... Um, oh. Sorry, the other day at work, I found um, an old dictaphone. And right. I was very excited by it. I thought I could be like Alan Partridge. No, use your finger like could, everyone else. <laughs> I thought with, I could be like Alan Partridge and I could say ideas into it when I was driving. And so I thought, yes, mm, that, that sounds great, like fun. It? But it's so old that it uses, uses AA batteries. So, I mean, that's not that well, old. I think, I mean, they're quite 
that's still a modern technology. Yeah. No, like if, no, that, that it, thing should be fully it rechargeable. Powered, it should be rechargeable with well, a USB. A recharge, get rechargeable battery. Yeah. They're not. Hmm. It should be a thing you that you can recharge on a USB. Okay. Well, then throw it away. That's maybe that's why it was thrown away. Yeah. Maybe. There might be. I don't think you it. even know what a USB is, do you? I don't know. I yeah, of course I do. My external hard drive is a USB. Sounds very unlikely. I know about all the USBs. There's USB A. Mm. There's USB B. USB C. Or the sizes. It's a smaller. Okay. Isn't it? Well, or bigger, depending on what you're comparing it to. Yeah, I was going to say you're actually wrong. It <laughs> is actually bigger, but um, yeah, you, you've you've found the loophole there. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's the sizing of them. Mm. And also the shape. Yeah. At work, we have a USB-A to USB-A cable, and both ends are male, and nobody knows what it's for. Um, Does that even work? So put two computers together. But that doesn't do anything. Why not? Because it just doesn't. I've got quite a lot of USB-A to A male-to-male But for what? Um, mostly old devices pre-micro USB when and mini USB when you didn't have a choice other than a full-on USB cable because other than printers nothing used ASB, USB-B and occasional external hard drives I don't think I've ever seen anything with an A port apart from the computer and that's the master um, I don't know if I've still got anything I'd have to have a dig well I'm going to need to see Probably evidence somewhere. otherwise I've, I, I just can't accept you at your word I'm afraid Mm. So, Adam, you'd like to talk about blockchain? I would. Oh, yeah. I, so, I want to know what it is. Obviously, uh, you all know about Bitcoin. Um, we discussed it at length in one of the previous episodes. Um, since then, there's been a bit of a like, 50% drop in the value of most cryptocurrencies. Uh, but nonetheless, everyone is still jumping on board blockchain. Yeah, now's the time to do uh, Which is the technology that underlies Bitcoin and... Ethereum and all the other digital currencies. Um, Can you so, explain what blockchain you know, is in a way that I won't get bored? Uh, probably not. Oh, then that's fine. We'll leave it. No, no, I um, want to know. I feel inferior without knowing. Okay, so basically you have a chain and you do some maths and then you put your bit of maths onto the end of the chain and then and everyone keeps doing that. And every time you give a coin to someone else, a little bit goes onto the chain to say you did it. And the idea is you've got a verifiable chain of all the money that's been generated and all the money you've given to people. And so it's all publicly available. You don't need a bank to be in charge of tracking everything. But what if you get your maths wrong? Because I'm quite bad at maths. Uh, then you don't get any money. Oh, no. Okay. Mm. What... It's... No, I don't understand. Nope. So uh, the, the the big thing is you change your company name to have the word blockchain in it. Uh, and then it like, quadruples your stock price overnight. Yeah. Uh, so the Long Island Iced Tea Company did it. Uh, that, that happened immediately. Uh, the company that owns Hooters, they put blockchain to their name. Massive increase in stock price. Uh, Kodak at CES was selling like little Bitcoin mining box where you pay them some amount of money and have a contract for two years where you mine Bitcoin 
and then you get some money out of it at the end. But it was basically a scam because it was assuming like a twenty thousand dollar price, and it's like down to like eleven thousand. So mm. the the basic the blockchain is is basically just um just an a uh it's it's basically just a record. It's a digital ledger. A digital ledger, yeah, that's a really good good word. But it's cryptographically verifiable, so you can't just forge it. Yeah, so there must only be one. Correct. For each well, thing. Yeah. Technically, if you control over fifty percent of the network, then you can forge the blockchain, because obviously you have a majority of nodes that are saying this is what it currently is. Okay. Right. So you got to hope that doesn't happen. Okay, so that's just a high tech. Yeah, it's a high tech thing for a low tech thing. Um, but everyone's jumping on it now. Uh, apparently, Arsenal have just signed a deal uh, to have some cryptocurrency deal with some betting company. Uh, there was a thing I mentioned a little while ago about the cryptocurrency that sounded like a sex thing, but was actually free sports. Uh, then, obviously, it's the companies that are putting blockchains their name and making huge amounts of money. Um, and then. People are also deciding that blockchain can be used for everything, not mm. just money. Everything can be sold. I saw that somebody said they're going to use it to encode fish or something today and make sure fish aren't naughty fish. Yeah. Like, there are some quite clever ideas, like uh, using it to verify who is the author of a photo so that you can't have people just, like, taking a photo and claiming that they were the ones that took it and distributing it and all the rest of it. But there are also some really dumb ideas... Uh, my favourite is uh, what's it called? Uh, legal fling, which is the idea that you use blockchain to cryptographically verify that you definitely have someone's consent to shag them. Hmm. Which is just like no. I mean, it's probably a bit of a mood killer, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you see, there are a lot of tech bros who are convinced that. 95% of all sexual encounters now end in uh, rape accusation. And so the only way to protect themselves is to sign a legally binding contract confirming that the girl definitely wants to shag mm. them. I think not, not raping people is too difficult, isn't it? So It's, it's just not yeah. reliable. I mean, really, you do get the sense that they just want to cut out the middle woman and fuck the blockchain. Well, who wouldn't? I mean, it is only a matter of time. Hmm. Okay, so should we have a blockchain? Should we should we do the twinkle points with a blockchain? Well, you see, it is it is a good option. Um, most of the twinkle points into a cryptocurrency. Mm. Yeah, you see, most people aren't starting their own cryptocurrency at the moment. They're they're piggybacking on Ethereum, which is like one of the more flexible cryptocurrencies. Uh, but you could start your own cryptocurrency. The problem is, if you do that, you've got to do all the mining of it to generate the currency, and it's just a hassle. It's, we do that there, for an hour it? a week. Yeah. Don't we? that, this is yeah. the mining. Yeah. By putting out the podcast and then people applying, well, not even just applying, but just interacting, that is as random as any uh, Bitcoin mining thingy would be. True. But we don't have a good way of controlling the required work. You've got a spreadsheet, mate. Yeah. Hmm? You've got a spreadsheet. It's not really 
decentralized and automated, is it? If we have a spreadsheet, what you update? No, well, that makes it better. Yeah, but then it's not really blockchain. That doesn't 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 magically solve all the problems. Rename mm. the Excel spreadsheet as blockchain. Okay, to XLS. Yeah, that makes sense. Problem solved. That would solve all of yeah. our problems. We could uh, mm-hmm. change our name to Two Star Blockchain Podcast and see if our share price increases. Mm. Mm. It's worth a go. I mean, it literally can't hurt. Okay, we'll do that. Awesome. So, Dan, you motion. You, uh, you, you think that we are a thing that's not millennials now, yes? Yeah, so you remember how when we were discussing millennials, we, we sort of came to the horrifying realisation that we were millennials, but it didn't mm. really feel right. Because millennials encompasses like 30 years of people. Yeah, exactly. You know, we, we feel kind of old and... Um, well, speak for yourself. He does feel well, quite I feel old. kind of old and don't really feel... Sort of shriveled a bit. Yeah. Mm. Um, I mean, so Graham please, probably please. feels really old. Yeah, I've gone the wrong side of the that magic number now. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, but so we, we can put all that existential doubt to bed because the independent have come up with a new thing to um, to properly categorise us. We are Xennials, mm. which apparently is half Generation X, I'm half Millennials. Happy with the name. Um, how, no, it's a bit shit. How are we part of Gen X? Well, we're not, but we're not Millennials either. So it's basically mm. the sort of little taint between Gen X and Millennial. When that does some sort of sum up how I feel about my life. What happened to Generation yeah. Z? Well, that hasn't well, that's happened what we yet. Were. No, that's we what were why. It was Y, and then they oh, renamed yeah, yeah, it to, uh, to Millennials. Millennials, yeah. Said would be, I suppose, children now. Mm. Oh, my God. Do you know, there I are no children made... born now in our century. Yeah, well, I th- yeah, you sort of misrepresented what? that fact, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's, you've butchered that about as well as you could. But, yeah, yeah I, true. Take, I take there the point. No children exist now, but, but from our century. <laughs> no, it hasn't got much better. All the children from our century have been wiped out. They're not children anymore, are they? Well, not if they've been wiped out. Yeah, exactly. They're just ashes. Well, I don't know what to say. But they're not children. That's the point. There are no children left from yes. from our century. Except for Dan. I mean, I'm an eternal child. Mm-hmm. So why do the independent think it's their jurisdiction to decide what we're called? I mean, I basically think they felt like writing something and did. So, um, yeah, but now no one else has done it. you're giving them free publicity. Yeah. So are you not part of the problem? I think we all know that I, I think maybe until further notice, it's safest just to assume that Dan is the part, part of any problem, unless we specifically tell you he's part of the solution. <laughs> I mean, well, let's face it, I'm not part of any solutions. I love I love the bit from the article. Nobody knows who coined the term. For a long time, it was falsely attributed to an Australian sociologist. Some author claims to have used it. Well, that's journalism. Nobody knows. We totally like, made well, it up. It's definitely a real word that we should definitely use for these things. Well, uh, I'd like to have that stricken from the record because I refuse to acknowledge that word. Apparently millennials are struggling at work because their parents gave them medals for coming in last. 
says yeah. some guy who fucking looks like, like he's a bellend. Mm. Also, uh, avocados, probably. Mm. Uh, apparently, we didn't get medals for coming in last. Mm. I will. I think it's nice to have a medal for coming in last, isn't it? I mean, I would know I was always first, obviously. Mm. I mean, you are an alpha male. As long as it didn't involve any kind of physical exercise. Yeah. Or, like, mental effort. Mm. Yeah. As long as you were the only competitor. Yeah, first every time. And and you were setting the rules. Yeah. So, speaking about being a child, uh, the man who wrote A Year in Provence died last week, and... Uh, I hadn't thought about him in, I don't know, decades because he has no relevance to my life. But it did bring up back a memory from, I was in year five, and there was a very poncy boy in my class, um, even compared to me, who's poncy. And you all know him, so I'm going cha- to change his name to protect his um, identity, but we'll call him uh, Robert Macaroni. <laughs> and he... Um, <laughs> As part of a creative writing assignment. Can I ask you, are you, are you <laughs> yeah. so old yeah. that you went to school with the actual author of A Year in Provence <laughs> and A Week in Provence no. was his working well, title, and now he's dead? No, unfortunately not. That'd be great, wouldn't it? That I could have uh, cashed in on that. No, so this this boy at the age of 11 so, so Robert, wrote a piece Robert of prose. Macaroni, you say? Yeah, that's yeah. him. Okay. He wrote... Uh, <laughs> It was called A Week in Provence. And I can't remember many of the details, unfortunately. But I, I know that even at 11, I thought, this is weird. But he um, wrote about how he he was sort of spending a week in Provence um, doing, I think, like a... I don't think he was working there. I think he was like on a on a writing retreat or something like that. And he just wrote this romantic prose Um I can clearly remember him describing being able to smell the honeysuckle on the uh, summer evening breeze, which isn't a phrase an 11-year-old should know. Um, and yeah, and, and he sort of fell in love with a girl whose name was Victoria, who was in real life the girl that he was pursuing. You make that sound um, very aggressive. <laughs> Like no, he was he, just he, chasing them around the room. No, he was he was too poncy for any of that nonsense. He was he was trying to woo her in a very suave manner. But yeah, I, I don't really have anywhere to go with this. But it just it, it, the memory struck me. And isn't it bizarre that an eleven year old would be aware of a year in Provence and adapt it for his own creative writing? Yeah, it's, well, I mean, I uh, my thoughts on this are that that this is quite a harsh um, contrast to your original piece about your school days where you you try to sort of really rail against toxic masculinity uh with your your tree ties on vest wearing yeah and not vest wearing and now you're you're kind of punching down aren't you you're saying that you're more alpha male than than um than robert macaroni i don't know that i'm um trying to sort of punch down and bully him and 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 alpha him but i'm not but you're trying to you're trying to imply that he was he was wrong to be engaged in a creative thing creative thing is fine but i think a year in provence is a weird thing for a child to if it had been a girl writing that i would still found it very weird hmm 
It seems. It mm, seems I'm not sure. It, it seems like something that somebody only forty years his senior should be aware of, let alone know well enough to adapt it in his own writing. The only thing I know about a year in Provence is there was a TV show, and it was I that actor that probably, you killed that was in it. That's who was in it. Morse. Oh, it was Morse in it? Right. Morse was in it, and you killed I Morse. Kill Morse. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. Um, I think so, the TV. Yeah program would be how he became aware of it that would be my assumption i don't think he was reading because it was it erotic fiction i don't know if it was necessarily erotic but it had i think it wasn't <laughs> i think it was about having a farmhouse in not to our normal definition certainly <laughs> maybe that's right what, in, in the 11 year old I, I don't think i don't think the target demographic oh, was 11 year old children I, mean, I haven't read it, so it may have been, but it just seems unlikely. No. It was about two two people who retired, and they bought a farmhouse in Provence. Yeah, and did loads of fucking... And the, no, I don't think they did. I think they bought French cheese and French wine. Yeah, that's how it starts. Failed, well, that makes, that failed to speak French. France. I mean, that, take it to his logical extension. What are they going to do after they've drunk all that wine and eaten that cheese? Eat snails. And then... Eaten snails. There's only one way that's going to end. Dysentery. <laughs> okay, two ways. But I mean, that is the end game of, of what I'm describing as well. In many ways. Do you know that that um, Robert Macaroni um, used to uh, at parties um, gossip about me and say how camp I was. I mean, that's he was ahead of the curve there. That's calling a kettle black there, isn't it? Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, he's he's a nice chap, and uh, I wish him no ill will, but, I mean, objectively, he was a weird kid. Mm. I don't know. I think he was just cultured, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah that's what I mean. <laughs> Same thing, mate. He's 11. Culture at 11 is Ninja Turtles, and um, maybe you don't hate olives all of the time. That's as cultured as an 11-year-old should get. Mm. And if we've got any 11-year-old listeners, get in touch. I'm sorry. uh, um, Well, fuck off if you've got an 11-year-old listener. I don't want you listening to this shit. Come back when you're grown up. No, I think you should be more more inclusive. Well, you, you, uh, you're part of a generation. You're 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 going to die. You need to create good. a legacy. No, I don't want by getting eleven year olds to listen. I, uh, I suppose. I mean, I, they are arguably our ideal target audience, aren't they? Um, so conflicted. Well, they can't buy gin. They can't buy gin. So no, not really. I didn't say they have to buy it. They can still drink it. Well, no, we they need to buy it to give it to us. Oh, I see what you mean. Well, they get their mum and dad to buy it, couldn't they? <laughs> I've got your credit card so I can buy some gin for some men on the internet. <laughs> I mean, look, we're not, we're not being duplicitous about this. We are, we're not pretending to be 12 year old girls. That would be odd, and I'm not allowed to do that as part of the terms of my license. But if we say, you know, okay, if an 11 year old child wants to buy us some gin, and we're not going to say no, but we're also not going to encourage it, but. It would make you really cool. Well, we, I think we wouldn't have to encourage it because they'd have to find out your address. Okay, yeah. They'd have so to. I think, I think we'd have to encourage it. Put it in dodgy legal ground. 
Yeah, but oh, we're not. Anyway, we're not. We're we not going to, to vet people that that request your address, are we? No, I mean I gave it to David from Birmingham for fuck's sake. Yeah, and for all I know, he is an eleven-year-old boy. I've not seen any ID. He's a very tall eleven-year-old boy. Yeah, that's how they breed him down in Wales. Right. I thought it was the opposite for going down the mines. Uh, it's one or the other. Okay. So, some go into the mines, some go into uh, bullfighting. I suppose you have to be quite... Um, being broad wouldn't help with bullfighting even, would it? <laughs> it depends what kind of bullfighting. I suppose wrestling it would probably... It wouldn't be like, it wouldn't be like those, those Spanish wimps that jump out the way. Yeah, Welsh no. bullfighters just, just stand head on yeah. and punch them. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. If there was such a thing as Welsh bullfighting, it would be the greatest sport on earth. <laughs> Surely that would be Welsh sheep fighting. No, because they would be um, too busy romancing the sheep to oh, use that yeah, tired enough. cliche. Mm. So, Chris, you listened to episode 23. How was it? Uh, episode 123. That's what I said. Okay. And when yeah, I change I it in edit, there's, there's nothing you can, uh, you can do to prove otherwise. Would you like my feedback? So, uh, Christian from Scotland, I found his English voice mm. very acceptable. Yeah. I think in future when I'm when I'm reading um erotic fan fiction, I will imagine it in his English voice. You could just get him to phone and read it to you. Maybe that was point one. Point two, the the stuffed monkeys at Flamingo Land. Yeah. Why are they singing Beatles songs? What's it Beatles songs? Uh, Abba Beach songs? Boys. Beach Boys songs. Beach Boys, yeah. Why aren't they singing monkeys songs? It seems uh, I'm going to guess licensing reasons. Yeah, it seemed a bit pointless questioning Could the logic right. of it because I'm not sure that much went into. Maybe that was all we knew. Do you think it was just too, too on the nose, too much? Mm. Yeah, it's a bit obvious, isn't it? Yeah. If, if if you went into a thing and saw monkeys singing "Hey Hey with the Monkeys," you just think, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" But if you went in and they were singing "Good Vibrations," you'd think, "Hmm, okay, I'm on board." Hmm. Yeah, okay. I mean, so those I are think, my two I observations. Think... I see you, okay. you want to talk about free cheese, and I can't remember the free cheese bit. Oh, yeah. So, you know, um, that we so we talked about the Prosecco cheese, mm-hmm. and we all ended up on a website that um, the more oh, cheese yeah, you bought, the cheaper it got. Oh, yeah, so and logically Adam, reached a point you where... The thing that eventually it becomes free. Yeah, like so, there's a fixed price beyond which all cheese is free. Yeah, so Nary, three days later, my neighbour brought us a lot of cheese and gave it to us for free, some of which was that Great British Cheese Company cheese. So I literally got some of that exact cheese for free. So <laughs> he must have hit the threshold. Yeah, he yeah, won't stop sending him cheese now. Yeah. And we had the Drunken Monk, which was an oniony and winey cheese. That was quite nice. Um, there was a chocolate one, which was... Mo- well, just really unpleasant. Yeah, we put that one in the bin. Um, there was a lime chili and cheddar that was very nice. That sounds quite nice. There's yeah. another one that was like white chocolate or toffee or something like that. That was unpleasant. Mm. Um, and there was another one I can't remember what it was, but we, there wasn't the prosecco one sadly. So mm. I'm, I have no first-hand experience of that. But it, uh, it struck me as a wonderful coincidence that we pointed out. 
the likelihood of getting free cheese, and then the theory was borne out. On the subject in my actual of uh, life. previous episodes, what is the status of episode 122? Mm, well, so 122 has been a hot potato, which started with Chris and is now being edited by Dan for no good reason as far as I can tell. Like he was on yeah, such seen... a high after successfully editing 123. Yeah, so yeah. got to have more. Literally yeah. it. I, I kind of had two days where I thought, well, I might actually have time to do this. And I ended up basically... You're like somebody who... Does scuba diving in a swimming pool on holiday and comes home and buys an oxygen tank. I, mean, I, I can't argue with any of this. It, it, it's all very accurate. Um, but yeah, no, everything has now gone to chaos. And um, so, so, so Graham, now now that it's Dan's responsibility, yeah, well, I'm not sure that. Will you will you take pity? No, I won't. I'm too busy now. I've, I'm 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 middle management. I've I've got far bigger fish to fry. I could, I've got time to do um, one this week. I'll do this one, but I can't be picking up your slack. Or, by can't extension, Dan's slack. One of your minions. Uh, they were, they do the a very bad with, job. I the mean, thing with 122 is, is you're so badly out of sync, and it's so critical hmm. that every time anyone says something, you have to move everything around. Hmm. That's yep. a worry, isn't it? They they keep saying they're going to yeah. fix that, but then they just don't. Mm. The other problem is I forgot to save the links to the little tiny aeroplanes, so <laughs> um, it makes it very difficult to follow. And the idea of having a scratch you should be you able would... to go back into the recording and see the chat history. Oh, that's an interesting Ooh. theory. You mean I can do that? Yeah, you should be able to. If you, uh, oh, uh, yeah, if you log in to Zencaster as the two-star podcast account, then you oh, can still do that. I, I can't remember much about episode one yeah. to two, but I remember it. I was very disappointed in my own performance, but mostly because I was just in a really shit mood and you didn't were really very want to grumpy engage. about yeah. our yeah, tiny was... planes. And some yeah, of them should so... really have brought you joy, but they yeah. didn't. So... I'm not too worried about it um, never seeing light of day because I think it may really be quite a bad night. Sometimes it's better to leave people wanting more, isn't it? Yeah, totally. Well, if people keep, I wonder what they talked about in one, two, two. Yeah. I mean, I, I wonder what these tiny aeroplanes were, and there's no way they'll ever know. No, they won't know. I mean, Alistair from Nottingham has contacted me a few times. Uh, I think he's jonesing now. I think he's. Uh, I think his right. old lady just needs a needs a fix. It's her medication. And is somebody, come on, somebody, come on like, mate. Just help me out with the podcast. Come background. on. I'm pretty certain it's not me. I assumed it was you, Chris. What Something, are you doing? What? Oh, I was just just fiddling. Yeah. <laughs> Why? It's just making it, a, a it horrendous like racket. Doing a yeah. So have you got was, a, a proper was... microphone now, Chris? No. Oh, I thought, you were gonna, I thought you asked one for Christmas. Yeah, I didn't. I was poor. I was bad, and Santa oh, didn't bring it to no. me. So, what did you get instead? No. Um. Well, I did get an Amazon voucher, but I spent it on other things. Gin. Chris, I'm sensing a lack of dedication here. I spent it on a um a USB camera because I wanted to put it in my loft where the sparrows nest. Right. And I tried that and it was too dark <laughs> and they are too well hidden. So that hasn't worked. Well done. And I bought a an MP three player. Oh yeah, because it's two thousand one, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so that's what 
that's what I did with my money rather than buy a microphone. Well, I hope you've learned a valuable lesson. Mm. Mm, I don't know what to do with the webcam now because... Um, um, I mean, your only logical option is to start doing webcam sections. Yeah, I mean, that that is sort of the only thing to do, really, isn't it? Yeah. And then you can use the money that will inevitably flow in. Buy a microphone, yeah. Or if you're really mm. good at webcam sex shows, I think um, you can set up an Amazon wish list and your fans buy you stuff off it. Mm, that works too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, so that, you can set up an Amazon wish list regardless of how good you are at webcam sex shows. But I don't think people are buy anything mm. from it. That's the, cru- that's the no, critical thing. And you could put gin and a, and a microphone on it. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of Amazon... Adam, you want to talk about Amazon? Yes. So, as we've established, Amazon is great. Mm, yeah. uh, and Jeff, uh, Jeff, Jeff, the man, B-man. Amazon. Bezos. Yeah, the, the Beamer, uh, is one of, if not the richest men in the world. Mm. Um, mm. And I think he is the richest now. Quite possibly. He can't be, he can't uh, be Amazon, quite well. richer than that Mexican fella. Yeah. Really? I think so. Wow. That's, Which that's Mexican fella? Uh, Who are you Carlos talking about? Slim. Carlos Slim. He, he's always been the richest man in the world. I don't know what he does. He just he sells phones or something. I think he works in a phone shop. I suppose if he's slim, he's not wasting money on food. Ironically, he's quite fat. That's a big saving. Mm. He's a Mexican <laughs> business magnate. Uh, he's an investor and philanthropist. Mm. Oh, only until 2013 he was the richest in the world. So I'm way out of date. Who's yeah. richer now? Well, I mean, who knows? There's no way of knowing, is there? Well, Jeff. Well, I'm going to. There must gonna, be a list. I'm going to fact check you because I think um, that's uh, not. Oh no! Yeah, it's true. Cool. Yay! So there's been a lot of pushback uh, against Amazon because they treat people like crap. Mm, and I mean, they're essentially have slave uh, labor in warehouses. And but on the other hand, they deliver on a Sunday. They sell lots so. of stuff, and it's Sunday deliveries and next day mm. deliveries. And, yeah. Part of the problem is I would be quite happy to use alternatives for Amazon. There isn't one. But none of them well, none of them offer decent delivery options. Yeah. Like I can't get next day delivery unless I want to pay like fifteen quid. I can't get Sunday delivery. I'm lucky if I can get Saturday delivery. It's rubbish. Whereas I ordered something yesterday at like six o'clock off Amazon and it arrived today. Uh, what was it? Yeah. Uh, it was a one of those rubber cable things, put on the floor and running cables through so you don't trip over them. I'm not sure oh, that yeah. could have been any less exciting. So Jeff Bezos, mm. I'm looking at a picture of him, um, and what I like about him is he does look like a Bond villain, much more so than Bill Gates. Yeah, yes. yeah, he's got like one. Is he? Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. Bill Gates he's got one. Like a, he's got a squinty yeah. eye and a bald head. Yeah, you, you can imagine him with a yeah. monocle, can't you? Whereas Bill Gates, Gates really easy like to imagine with a monocle. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Whereas Zuckerberg just looks yeah, like a little boy, boy. and Bill Gates just looks yeah, like a little boy. That's the thing I like yeah. about the electric car fella. Is um, he? Yeah. Um, he, Musk. What's what he's doing with his money is very much like a Bond villain, and and a lot of oh, the Bond yeah, villains, yes. they at the core, they did have some kind of some kind of sense of wanting to do the right thing didn't they just unfortunately they felt well that the only way to achieve the right thing is to destroy all humans um 
which I, or just take out probably might sort of accurate. Yeah, I think I think that what, not might firing, be what Musk it, yeah. gets forced into. You might just think, look, you're not going to use these electric cars, are you? You're yeah, just I, you're just not listening. I'm going to have to destroy you all. It's only a matter. It's only a matter of time before he uses his SpaceX rockets to launch a series of satellites mm. into orbit that he can use to mind control us all. But everyone, everyone talks about Elon Musk, I mean, who is obviously a robot, but nobody ever talks about who the, whoever programmed him, because surely they're the real genius, aren't they? I mean, there's just no way he's uh, like an actual human with a brain like us, is he? Well, I assume it wasn't individual. It was. I assume uh, he murdered his creator. No, it was like a collective project, like Skynet. Like it was a group um, yeah, yeah. AI. He became yeah. self aware. They panicked. He killed them and then yeah. started mm. making electric cars. Yeah. Well, he made PayPal first, didn't he? Yeah. But I mean, you've got to start somewhere. Yeah. I don't want to believe you if you just showed up out of nowhere and started making electric cars. That's implausible. No. Well, I mean, in mm. absence of a better theory, I think we're just going to have to assume that so, that's So, sorry, I, what, what about this, this Bond villain, Bezos? Yeah. What's he up I to? Mean, well, so like I said, the, the, well, he's mostly like treating people like slaves in warehouses, and apparently opening now shops where they don't have any shop assistants. You just kind of, I think you just walk in and take stuff and leave, yeah. and somehow it yeah, charges just you. The robots know what you um, what you do. Yeah, but the problem is, Amazon's really shitty as a company, but also good. And like no one else is actually seems to be trying to compete with them. It does good service, Otherwise, doesn't it? I'd go and use them yeah. instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, if they send me the wrong thing or something that's broken, I just say that's fucked up. And they send me a thing, and I print out a label and slap it on. The man comes and collects so it and takes remember. it back. Whereas anybody else. It's a massive. What hassle you got to remember about all the people who work in the warehouse for sort of you know a few pence a day and are objectively being abused is that uh we're better than them that's why we don't work there uh so we shouldn't care yeah that's a very problematic world view isn't it i mean but it is sort of um the only one that means the world makes any kind of sense <laughs> i mean the, the alternative is that they're all going to get um Replaced by robots well, anyway, so really the abuse won't last very long. That, they that makes it okay. Replaced yet, they? And exactly, I'm still upset that Amazon haven't got around to doing their drone delivery thing. Yeah, that's why they're. I want to be able to wear like a locator bracelet, and wherever I am in the world, the Amazon drone just delivers the package directly to me, so I'd have to be at home. I mean, I'm I'm less cool with the idea of Amazon knowing where I am literally every moment. Well, the alternative well, is they already the do. magic Amazon lock where you yeah, let them into your house. Yeah, so, no, I don't think I'll be doing that. I'm that exists already, doesn't yes. it? They've started yeah. that and it's, and it's awful. Yes. Probably the worst idea anyone's ever had. I'd much rather they just mm. knew where I was and a robot gave me a package than a random underpaid delivery driver was allowed into my house. I mean, when they do but replace yeah. the delivery drivers with robots, then I won't have any issue with that. Yeah, that'd be fine. Yeah. As long as the robots yeah. aren't self-aware, obviously, otherwise you run into the same problem. Well, even then, they wouldn't want my puny human shit, and I think it'll be fine. Well, no, but they'd be mistreated and underpaid, so they'd probably just want to trash a house for the sake of it. Oh, well, that's fine. As long as a robot does it, I don't, I'm not bothered. That's fair enough. I mean, that's all I do with the house, so... Hmm. Saves me a job, doesn't it? Hmm. Quick bit of an uh, administrative... Um, what's the word? 
that one. Uh, yes. The next season of Dungeons and Dickheads, hmm. um, I would like to start it at some point in February. Holy moly. Okay. Uh, which means I need to conduct your individual interviews. <laughs> Is there a interviews. risk that we might get sacked mm. from the party? <laughs> no. Um, right. But I need to know what you've been doing for the last six months, and I don't want you to know what anyone else has said. Because it's more okay. interesting if you just come up with what if what my character has been doing has been stalking Dan's character, but I he do doesn't know it. In which case, I for that to be true, well, you need possible. to tell me what he's been doing. Yeah, well, that's ideal. I think it would be more interesting if you wrote well, not necessarily. what you Dan had been do doing as well as what you have been doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there is most way you say that, but actually, administrative paperwork. We know this. A USB camera because he wanted to film some wildlife, but uh, it didn't work out. So then he had to start doing <laughs> sex shows. That sounds pretty. Yeah, pretty it's it's made it very it? easy for me yes. to um, keep an eye on him. Yeah, well, certainly. <laughs> it's very well. Expensive, actually, it's, it's mm, very reasonable rates. I think I'll have to have a look at uh, scheduling. Oh, because February may not work very well for me because work's about to get very busy, so I probably can't commit. Okay, to that's fine. In February, and March. If you want to, if it needs to be later, yeah, then we might have to push it back a little bit. And uh, but um, that, you have to, that's what you have to do, and they keep these fuckers wanting more. Yep. Yeah. And don't forget, you all need to be level five. Yeah, that sounds oh, like yeah. a lot of work. Okay, so it's are you you're going to oh, interview us well, separately, then and then are you going to? Produce. You're going to edit that into something, are you? Like a montage? Yes, I will compile it. Okay, I'll compile it as a little like, um, you know. That sounds quite. Um, that sounds quite good. I like this the sound of that. Is Gemma going to play again, or has she? Mm, it sounds she like a proper podcast would uh, do. No, I think she's. Yeah. Uh, she wants to. Well, she's running yeah, all the money. Fuck us over again, I think. Yeah, she, she kind of yeah. won the last session, so I can't... Yeah, she got to return to defend her time. she does need to give the money back, otherwise we're yeah. going to not really get along well. Well, it's very much up to her. I think that's I, the, I really don't think she does. Story, I don't think it? she'd agree with you. So. That's what, season two I mean, is the once, revenge season. Yeah. Once I've got, like, the... yeah, once I've got I'm just going to kill her to death, because I'm really angry. It's up to you guys to decide how you want to... Well, kill her to death for right, stealing money. Enough. Okay. Based on your role, I was actually press, very good at the fighting. Sure <laughs> Once I stopped trying to poo myself and just did fighting, I was very good at the fighting. Yeah. That's what I learned. That's why you Pooing started is, is ineffective. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, to be fair, you did start mm. most of yeah. the fights. <laughs> Apart from the one that Graham started um, with his mood. Did I? Oh, yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. 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 The orcs, yeah. You moon some orcs. Mm. Hmm. All right. Well, um, can I tell you about San Andreas? Okay. Oh, well, only if you recount the plot scene by scene <laughs> over the next hour and a half. Um, uh, I'm not sure I know it well enough. I'll probably have to rewatch it for that. I. Mm. No, I did watch it. I don't think you were paying like attention. I tweeted, I tweeted Graham lots of things about it. Um, mm. Hornblower is a total knob, isn't he? In it, 
I don't know who that is. Uh, the wife's new boyfriend. Okay, why is he called Hornblower? Because he, he played Hornblower in the TV drama. Who, who and what is Hornblower? Hornblower was like, um, he was like 1990s version of Poldark. Okay, who and what is Poldark? He was on a ship. Right, okay. He was on a ship. Um, yeah. And he was the man from um, <laughs> her new boyfriend. You know when, you know Sharp? You know Sharp was like, um, Sean, yeah, so Sean Bean was Sharp, okay. right? And he was an Sean army man really? in the past. These are so far out of my yeah. sphere of knowledge. that Right. So, and people used to like watching it. He like, e, I'm fighting man from past. And they had muskets. I found Hornblower. Right? It's a TV episode from oh. 1963. That seems unlikely. There was a newer one than that. There was a newer one, right? And it starred that man that was, was in well, I don't, yeah, it was like San Andreas. Early 90s. Well, it wasn't. And he was like Sharp, but he was on a ship. Okay, so it's, it's nautical right? Sharp. And they did fighting on ships. Okay, right. Okay, yeah. I'm with you. So it's the amphibious yeah. Sean Bean. Yeah, it's like an aquatic Sean Bean. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Then that would be the... Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Ian Sean Bean was Aquaman. Yeah, that sounds about right. He's Welsh, yeah. Oh, he's he? very handsome, isn't he? I don't um, remember Yeah, him, so really. he was total knob. I can't really it, remember. I d- if I try and imagine... He he was just oh, a okay. coward. Well, yeah, fair enough. That's what That's what you'd be. Yeah, yeah, probably. It's a fucking earthquake. But I would on, be a kind of coward that would just. I find him relatable. <laughs> I I would be a coward that would just just die in fear. But what he did was like he yeah. he sort of threw people he, into he danger to escape. And um, yeah, I like that. About yeah. him. <laughs> hmm. His his career stagnated somewhat. Like he got promoted very quickly. He started a midshipman, then became acting lieutenant, uh, then lieutenant. But then he, but retained, then he went into remained the... a lieutenant seemingly for the rest of his career. Oh, then no, he became no, he did. He became a commander. episode of Love in the 21st Century called Masturbation. Yeah, be... <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, he did become a commander. Okay. It was just a bit of a lull in the middle of his career. And then he became mm. an architect. Then he became Lancelot. Mm. So, anyway, mm. my, my main concern question i have oh, is that's a that's a worrying word because i don't think there are any concerns with san andreas because it's the second greatest film ever made well there are it's why did they cast a white actress as the rock's daughter uh, isn't that really why, why shouldn't weird well no. because his daughter would not be white but, oh, so you've done a paternity test, have you? So my so thing called, so a thing called adoption. His wife's like Italian American. Yeah. So she was adopted, mate. Move my on. Thoughts are that this is some bad bit of casting. Um, I think, at the very least, if they were going to not cast uh, an accurate daughter, they should have got Fisher Stevens in. Um, mm. Because he'd have he'd have done it, wouldn't he? I think you're overlooking the fact that she she's got really big tits, which is sort of made quite a big point in San Andreas. They don't, you know, they go out of their way to point them out quite a lot with various camera angles and editing. I just think I've I've been listening to a podcast um, with Dan Harmon in it, and he talks about um, he talks that, about uh, casting choices. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he talks about casting choices, and he like. 
isn't that a really good opportunity to give a non-white actress an opportunity, you know, a chance at being in a film? But maybe they're no good. And they've sort of thought, oh, it's too much hassle. Let's just let's just get some white. Be, they in. might be rubbish. It's a real missed opportunity. Maybe white people are better at acting. <laughs> that's that's an interesting view to hold. I didn't okay. say I held it. I said maybe, maybe that's that's why. I don't know. It's worth asking questions, Chris. So that was my that was my my main concern about it. Okay, what did you? I think mean, every, about everything else was all of the fantastic action. I, I just enjoyed it. Yeah, it's really great. Isn't it? I didn't. It didn't bother me. It didn't bother me how ridiculous it all was. No, I just really liked. it. I think it. if it wasn't ridiculous, it wouldn't be fun. But there are some films that that try and be a bit serious, like um, and then are the, a bit silly as Gerald well. Butler and they and, they, um, they just the, when are. he's the president or he's saving the president or something. I don't know. Olympus has Is fallen, and they did London Olympus as well. But they yeah. they played it really straight, and they tried to make it like he was like it was all proper. And then White House Down came out, in which um, Jamie Fox is the president who has uh, really nice trainers, and he shoots a rocket launcher out of a, a Humvee. So. Yeah. Which was so the thing with San Andreas is it it was just ridiculous right from the start, and you just sort of thought, okay, I can get on board with this. That's fine. It's just it's just bonkers. Mm. I'm just going to go with it. Like that opening scene. So Mm. there's that car halfway down the canyon, and their solution isn't like we're going to need a really long rope. Their solution is we're going to wiggle yeah. a helicopter down this really narrow canyon that, that is yeah, only just slightly wider essence. than the rotor blades. Um, and then when it gets difficult, the really good driver of the helicopter says, oh, um, second in command, can you hold the controls? Yeah, because I'm going, going to down um, go down on another else on the helicopter. <laughs> It's just like, um, why didn't he I put it into hover mode at that point? Because yeah, he uses hover mode later on, um, which is a very good. I think maybe on that one didn't have hover mode, and he got in an upgraded helicopter later <laughs> on. I like, oh, was it? My favorite thing is when um, no, it was the same. Helicopter. Has this helicopter that would be really yeah. helpful for like saving all these thousands of lives in Los Angeles, and he thinks, no, I'm going to steal this and go and save my daughter. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it I was mean, a bit. Br- it was. He yeah, was actually flying it to a maintenance place, wasn't he? Yeah. Because he damaged it when he did the really silly thing in the canyon the day before. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's he's an awful is rescue. It, is it really man. just yeah. the story of the rocks' yeah. negligence and selfishness? But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Hmm. The other thing I didn't like, so when they're running away from the water going up in that building, right, why did, as the water is rising, every sort of two or three floors go out of the stairwell um, and into um, one of the floors okay. to see the water rise? Well, because it might oh, have no, stopped rising. We're stuck. We need to get back to the stairwell. Why don't they just go to the top? Hmm. It's just silly. And when they were underwater in that building, right? Why didn't the rock think I'm going to start? I'm going to try really hard straight away to push this stuff out of the way. Um, why did he wait until his just daughter so, drowned before thinking? Okay, now well, I'm you, you going to try. You don't go straight to ten, do you? <laughs> <laughs> and why? Yeah. 
Yeah, he might have some other stuff to do later on. Save your yeah. energy. He might have a lot of other like swimming and stuff. To yeah. Do. No, I liked it very much. I, if it was on television again, I would watch it again because it was just fun. So, yeah. Well, uh, in a rare, strange turn of events, we have sort of have a surfeit of content, but we're at 56 minutes now, and so I'm going to roll all of this over to next week, because uh, I think... It's a wait a minute, though. no, I need to... There's something that can't wait till next what? week. It's my Ruddy Williams update. Right. Because there are there are quite a lot of Ruddy Williams I missed that are contacting this last me. Episode. Mm. Christian did sort of have a go, yeah. but then he talked so, about beaver carnage, so he got away with it. Yeah. So um, there are several fraudulent Ruddy Williams. Um, unless Ruddy William is communicating with his real phone and several burner phones, um, the I think that's unlikely as a working theory because one of the numbers is Graham's yeah. work mobile. <laughs> um, that's that's where the the smuttiest. Um, uh, well, I the did smuttiest I did lend him my text. work mobile. <laughs> It's a bit of a weird situation when you're you're 35 years old and your other 35 year old friend is sending you filthy text messages about their engorged um, member pretending to be a mutual mm. friend of yours. That's quite a weird life to be in, isn't it? That you receive I mean- at work. You think, oh, that's a text. Is that important? You're in a meeting. And, um, <laughs> I think... <laughs> Shall I read well, yeah, it Yeah, okay, but before you do, I think you're misrepresenting me because I've sent you one message, which I sent at 20 past nine in the evening. So you wouldn't have got that when you were at work. So I think you're talking about somebody else. Okay. Um, when I say steam-powered... I mean that the boner is fueled by steam engine porn. <laughs> That's not me. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was received at on the eighteenth of January at four thirty-seven. Okay. Right, I've got a I've got a pretty good idea of who that is, but I'm afraid that's not me. I think you you need to be looking further south and uh, more in the Nottinghamshire area. <laughs> My Ruddy Willie is so flushed right now. Mm. <laughs> is that from the same number? It's proper red raw because <laughs> of all those Thomas the Tank Engine picks. Yeah. Yeah. No, I sent I sent you one. I just said, hi, Chris, this is Ruddy William. And you said that uh, I would have to prove it by telling you how mustard is made. And I said, hang on, I'll send you a dick pic. And then I didn't bother to follow up. <laughs> yeah. I think mine was quite quite disappointing. <laughs> Okay. Uh, no. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, the real Ruddy William, I am going to see again on Friday night. Mm. That's exciting, So you can see it? if it's Red Raw. Yes. <laughs> so that's ex- very exciting news. Mm. It's organised at the last minute. Oh, Not last mutual minute, friend Hayden. Because it's, it's, it's Wednesday. It's tomorrow wow. will be the last quite, minute. Quite short mm. notice. I'm making a very short, brief visit to London. Flying visit. And uh, Dan is busy doing a hipster thing. Uh, and so uh, I'm going to go and see Ruddy William. That'll be lovely. It'll be exciting, won't it? Yeah. He said we can go and see him in March. Yeah. He did, yeah. I don't know when in March. The 1st of March. But 
I am free on the weekend of the 8th of February. So what about that? Well, I mean, firstly, that's a Thursday. Um, and secondly, oh. that, that's not in March. But <laughs> otherwise, it's a... No, it's February. Yeah. So it's the weekend yeah. of the 9th then. Is the 9th the... The 9th is probably a Friday then. Okay. Is that right? And so what are you proposing? It is. Well, I don't know. Who wants to come to my house? Yeah, can do. Don't know. I'll let you know. Right. It's quite short notice. Or we could go somewhere else. Yeah. Well, it's not short notice as this no, Friday. You come here. Yeah. That was a long way. I, I feel like the podcast has gone rapidly downhill yeah. with our discussion of weekend plans. And the- well, no, because because this could be a this could be an extravaganza no, two star podcast. I mean, it could be an extravaganza, but that doesn't change the fact that this is very boring content. Well, I assume we're you just going to talk about Jeff Bezos mm, yeah. and blockchain. He is kind of a supervillain, which is kind of interesting. But block blockchain, I suppose blockchain is sort of a supervillain. It will inevitably become yeah. one. Yeah. Um. Okay, well, let's knock this shit on the head then. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye.